coconuts where we talk about slice of life topics focusing on traumatizing, embarrassing, and childhood stories from Indian kids living in America. Our host Arjun is not here today. It's just me, Shiny, and Hershita. Yes, sir. Okay. Hi, I'm Hershita. And today our topic is talking about peer pressure, um, specifically about like academic, because me and Hershita, we both live in like an academically rigorous area. Yeah, so and both it, our schools are very academically pressurizing and like mm-hmm. known and kind of infamous. Like if you search up my school on Urban Dictionary, <laughs> bro, the entire thing is just about how academically pressurizing it is and how we're all just a bunch of AP kids. Yeah, man. Like I think with that, like it's good sometimes to be in a community that kind of pushes you to try new things. Obviously, in this school, I don't think I would have been as like academically challenged, which is sometimes a good thing, but it also comes with its own struggles, like trying to be the best version of yourself all the time, academic wise. Um, and it, you know, like as someone who's doesn't get concepts that easily and has to put a lot of time outside of school to try to understand it, sometimes it's like really hard to keep up with the rest of my students. And when I don't get that much of like, um, like if I don't get a good grade on like my classmates who all somehow get like a hundreds, it's really like um, scary too, because I feel like, I don't know, I'm gonna be behind and I'm not gonna have a good future, get into a good college because of that. Right, like for me, it's just the fact that you think you're doing enough, right? And then you notice what someone else is doing or a bunch of other people are doing and you're like, wait, so what I'm doing is not enough. I need to do more. And then if you actually look at it from an outside perspective, you are already doing too much. But mm-hmm. your too much is the standard and exactly. you should be doing way more than the standard. And I feel like that really builds off of like pressure because like, I'm over here taking classes that I don't even would never ever do it go back to in my future like I'm out here doing classes that I do not I know that are not going to affect what my major is going to be or what I'm going to do in the future but I'm taking them anyways because I need to build up on my weighted weighted classes or build up on AP classes or I'm doing things outside of school and like we're really living in this like world where I have to be doing more than what I what is needed for me it's an unnecessary amount of stress and work, but I still do it anyways, knowing that it's wrong, you know? Yeah, like going to the part where you said that you would do classes that just for the sake of getting credit, mm-hmm. um, that was me uh, sophomore year. I don't like history for people that know me. Like, I mean, it's really hard for me to memorize all those events. It's not like math where you have one concept and you can apply it to all different problems that use that concept. But with history, every unit is different and you have to remember every event person especially when there are like 18 georgias out there in history and i don't know each one <laughs> so hard so like i would never do ap euro and i never had the intention of doing it and i was okay with that because obviously i don't want to go into ap like anything history related but i saw that my other classmates were doing it and i felt like if i didn't do it i wouldn't be enough and you know there's like that feeling where sometimes pushing yourself over the limit is better than regretting your decision that's kind of what I felt was the right choice like yeah I'm going to regret it if I don't take it but I don't want to have that regret for not taking it because I see everyone else talking about it and I feel bad when I'm not in that class too so I took it it was like the worst decision of my life honestly like 
I was up all night trying to finish assignments. And not only that, like not only the workload, but it was the, I guess also the pressure with it mm-hmm. because my other, like my classmates, the people that were in my class, it would seem so good at everything they do. And, you know, right. Like, and I feel like that adds to it too. Like yeah, it exactly, adds to the pressure. Right? Like, it, sometimes it feels like we're pitting against each other. It used to be all cooperative, like, oh, what did you get? You know, like we would help each other get over the obstacles. But in AP Euro, maybe it's also us being online, but it felt like it kind of ruined the cooperative aspect of it. It made it more competitive. So people were like one for like for themselves, you know, and it felt yeah. really, it was really sad to, to see that because when you go to so many people like put together to try to take as many AP classes as they want, they try to do everything they can to benefit only themselves because in this world day and age especially now with so much more competition with schools being more competitive because people just get smarter over the years also because I think immigrants coming in like us oh yeah we have to like be the best of the best because otherwise if we don't be best of the best it's like we're never gonna make it right and it creates this like positive feedback loop with more people coming in competition increases and then more people come in and then it's like as you know the years go on it requires people to be smarter and work harder to survive, which is it's good because ultimately we're all getting smarter, but like also there's that price of uh, peer pressure. And-, right. and I feel like the price that you have to pay for this is your struggle with mental health. Like mm-hmm. mentally you become so exhausted and physically and then because of how mentally exhausted and tired and just how bad your mental health can be, it physically can affect you too. You become mm-hmm. more exhausted and like you lose, have loss of appetite, loss of sleep. And it's like, you are being so like, it's like it's such a detrimental effect on you as a person mentally and physically, but yet knowing how toxic and knowing how bad it can, it can be for you, you still go back into that same cycle again like I was out here like sophomore year was horrible it was online and I hated it I hated everything about it like I just did not want to do school anymore like I honestly would just I was like I give up I can't do this anymore I would be up late doing my assignments because I didn't do them during the time we were told them to do and I would kind of you know BS my way through all of it I still did well but like it was just so mentally and exhausting right and so I would hear like, then when summer rolled around and when that all ended, I was so much happier. I was doing better, like mentally and physically. And you could tell that I was like, I didn't look as tired anymore. But then when school started again, I'm like slowly going back into that loop, you know, of what I was in sophomore year, which I don't want to go back to. But I slowly am getting back to, you know, lack of sleep, loss of appetite, the stress levels, like progressively rising as you know your more things are being put in the grade book like not only that like it also depends on your teachers I'm not gonna say my school out loud because I don't want to like <laughs> dox it or whatever but it's hard to find a good teacher <laughs> like a genuine like they, like some I know like are really sweet but they kind of suck at teaching some I know are like really strict but they're mm-hmm. like good at teaching and there's ever that like perfect balance you know it's hard to find that perfect balance of a teacher where they're really sweet but they know how to teach 
like mm-hmm. it's so rare to find that I, I'm lucky I have a teacher like that like this year and like not none of my teachers are like really that bad this year and I'm so grateful for that but I feel like that also plays into it and then they like over and then they put this idea in your head that college is worse than this right right and then you're like oh my god how am I how if I can't even survive high school how am I gonna go off to college how am I gonna do the real world you know and they put this idea in your head that you are you do you think you're struggling now wait till you grow up like it's so invalidating too because every time they're like oh you shouldn't be struggling you guys are under the shelter of your parents you're not even paying taxes yet like yeah we understand we're not adults yet but you got to understand we're still struggling here. right but yet they put the pressure of adults on us like if anything you're making us even more worried because we're already worried about what our current lifestyle is right now mm-hmm. and then you put the pressure of making us worry about our future along with that like broski what what are you doing <laughs> yeah. and going uh this is kind of a different track but talking about pressure there's nothing more stressing been Socratic seminars. So for people that don't know what they are, they're like class discussions and there's like a prompt based on the unit that we're learning. And there are a few questions that everyone has to kind of answer. And although it's also graded on your complexity of your answer, it's mostly on class participation, which favors the extrovert. And I'm an ambivert, which fortunately is not as stressful as if you were an introvert going into that situation. But like, again, seeing so many people, it's bound to stress you out and they put you in a circle. So everyone's just staring at you and you feel like your answer is going to get judged. And it's like really stressful, especially like the extroverts are kind of vibing. You know, there's always those two or three kids that are super involved into the discussion. They never shut up. Oh, <laughs> but like, can we talk about that for a second? Because I know that's not related to the topic right now, but like, you have talked like five times you are safe with your grade your grade isn't is like cushioned okay it's well protected but for the people out here who are trying to speak like you can visibly see that they're trying to say something but then this like person comes in again and it's always the same like two or three people in your class I'm like please just stop talking I don't want to hear your voice again like like, give us give us a chance to talk I was having a Socratic summer like not two weeks ago right and I was really trying to say my okay so my teacher she did it she split the class into two groups because we have a lot of people and we can't get through all of them Mm -hmm. and unfortunately for me I don't know why but I was in a group with all guys like we got to choose and my friend Devin I just went with him because I wanted to do it with him obviously um but then somehow all the guys started ended up there like it was exactly divided between girls and boys and I was the only girl in the group (laughs) which nothing wrong with that but the guys in my class they're kind of like I don't know I mean they're a bit hardcore (laughs) especially like that class too and it's just really like I didn't notice it and because I was the only girl I was kind of singled out because my teacher would even point it out she was like hmm such an interesting division and then everyone would look at me because I was the only one that didn't like I was the only girl there so going in I was already super scared and you know because I didn't want to be there obviously and it was history Mm -hmm. of course it's history the one week subject that I it's just really hard for me right and I was trying to get my word in because the requirement is to speak two times 
and I was trying to say something, but the there was this one person who would always talk like I'm talking. He already talked like five times, but he would still keep on going and going. And every time I tried to muster a word in, he would interrupt me. And it was like, I was like, bro, like there's one, one like problem of trying to like actually get in and like speak what I have to say without getting judged. And then there's mm -hmm. another thing to even get to that point to say it because everyone else keeps interrupting me. And it's the one person, like, I just wish we could put all those people in like, an intervention or whatever and then tell them to like give other people some some like, chance right chance exactly it's so annoying too because we all know that you are very like intel intel how do you say this you're very um you know the topic very well you know what i'm saying like yeah. i admire your passion for it but there are other people that need to get their points as well and the pressure of trying to even get your word in is just schools so extrovertedly favored. It's really yeah, exactly. Annoying. And then like for me, it's like, like I said, I'm also an ambivert. So it really depends on the day of what side of me decides to show up. Like, am I going to be extroverted today or am I going to feel introverted today? Socratic seminars always bring out the introvert in me. <laughs> so, like, or like discussions or whatever. Like, oh my God. It's like I have so many good things to say, but I'm so worried about, oh my God, what if what I say doesn't make sense? And then also when I want to, I'm like, I'm like quietly raising my hand. I'm like, uh, uh, uh like making those little noises. Like, oh, yeah, I want to say something. Like, it's not loud enough for anyone to hear, but I'm over here like, yeah, I think everyone could hear that I want to speak right now. Like, right. those moments are so difficult or oh my god wait i know again we're like going off topic but just variety of like when you have no friends that class and the teacher says go pick a partner and you get choose yeah. and i'm like shoot who, who i who do i go with or like you can sit anywhere you want and you don't know anyone in that class yes oh my and I'm god like, okay well i'll just and i just I, I just honestly just take a random seat and i'm like i'm just gonna sit here right no anyone could sit here i guess it's like so awkward and I'm like I don't know what to do <laughs> mm -hmm. and uh group projects well obviously group projects are very important to build social connections because in the real world you're gonna have to do it whether you like it or not but the when they like make you pick your groups and then also the you know that awkward silence when you don't know anyone in your group and no one says anything so you're just standing there like so <laughs> how was your day right the worst yeah. thing is when they don't respond to your small talk like i'm tr i'm really trying here all right like i'm not in my safe like you know the thing with ambiverts is you can only muster up the courage to talk to someone if you're already familiar with some of the people in the group you know that builds your confidence up so you can meet new people more naturally. But when you're in a group or like in school in general and you don't know anyone, you can't, you don't have anyone to like give you that sense of confidence. So you're just there like trying really hard to talk to the people there and you yeah. just can't. And then ugh. again, we talked about this in our last podcast, but when they don't vibe the energy, especially it's, it puts it's a lot of really pressure. hard yeah it's exactly really and it like puts the pressure on you to try to move the conversation along but they're just they're like a sitting duck just standing there like not doing anything to try to put an effort into it as well and you're like yo <laughs> but yeah okay let's just go back on topic because we kind of oh, yeah. straight away so okay. oh, oh wait pressure 
pressure. We also have family pressure, not academically wise, but yeah. Oh, I think we have to talk about that because going to an academically pressurizing school can also make it so your family wants you to do just as well because you're in that type of school environment. Mm-hmm. Honestly, actually, I mean, to be fair, my school isn't really like that because my parents kind of pushed that academic pressure on me no matter what school I would probably have gone to. But I feel like that also can play a factor because your parents notice what every, what all the other kids are doing, what their parents are telling them. It's like, oh yeah, my kid is doing this. And you know, and then they're like, oh wait, my kid is not doing this. So they come to you and you're like, you have to do this and this and this. Are you, are you doing that yet? Oh yeah, by the way, did you do this yet? And you're like overload on like, it's like sensory overload. You know what I mean? Like there's so many things going on. You're over here trying to do your classes, try to first of all, comprehend what's going on in your classes. And then you have a social life to also maintain like at school you know even if you have just one or two friends that can be difficult okay even just having like two friends can be hard to maintain and then along with that you have to do homework on the side you have tests to prepare for and then you talk think about like you know your future it's like there's so many factors that play into like just being pressured academically Mm -hmm. it's so difficult to just get on with a day right like because home that's supposed to be a safe haven from school and their academic pressures but when your own like family also brings it up, you're, you don't have a place where you can just chill. Yeah, and, exactly. And also social social pressure. Again, maintaining a social life is it's pretty hard, especially when in high school because there's so many things going on, like extracurriculars and stuff. Sometimes it's hard to like keep in contact with your friends. But in a place which values having a lot of friends and being popular, obviously high school hierarchy and all that. It's the like, you know, the pressure of like making friends because you don't want to come off as lonely. I mean, there's nothing wrong. But with high school, they they ostracize you. Is that the word? Ostracize. Ostracize. Ostracize you for if you don't have that many friends, which I mean, it's just so sad that like we're in that type of, environment right but like i'm just gonna say right now i'm glad that you know how in high school movies they always push that stereotype of cliques and there's like the jocks the nerds the art mm-hmm. kids like like you know what i mean like very very cliche and stereotype stereotypical like i'm glad the thing is no high school is really like that i don't know about maybe it's the same for other people out there but for my high school it's not like that we don't stereo we don't have stereotypical cliques it's just groups of friends from right. all different types of like interests and backgrounds or whatever who come together and just sit together you know like you might have like a couple things and interest but you're not stereotypical you know what I mean like mm-hmm. there's nothing stereotypical about it like it's like oh makes sense they're friends no wonder they're hanging out you know what I mean like right we just... the sad thing about my school well I think in the area that we live in normally the popular kids are a culmination of all of them they're just Box, they're athletic they're smart they're good looking they're in theater they're all of them in one that's what makes them popular because they're so bloody perfect at every single thing they do which again it's so like you know like when you're next when you go to that school and you see these people that are so versatile and nice at the same time with so many friends you can't help but feel like you're not doing enough or maybe right not social enough and it's yeah it's yeah I think like not only it's like it also builds on the fact that you have to have friends like honestly because my school is a very I guess how do I say this we 
tend to be a lot of social interaction. Mm-hmm. So we have a lot of a lot of that, and you'll always see people talking in the hallways or in classes or whatever. It's a very social, interactive environment. So when you're like stuck in that kind of environment, it's like you have to live up to those expectations, mm-hmm. you know. And so I guess that also plays into a factor. It's like I have to be social. Like, oh my god, look at them. They have so many friends. Why don't I live up to that? You know, why am I not like that? Like I'm over here only having two friends. They have they suddenly know everybody in this entire class. You know what I mean? Yeah. And obviously it's probably not like let's be honest, they probably like just roughly know them, but like even that like outlook that they give off, like that image they give off kind of puts pressure on you also not only mm-hmm. academically but also socially to do well mm-hmm. and I feel like when you re- and then you start comparing yourself to that and you're like okay this is gonna go downhill really fast like <laughs> how do I stop what's going on here you know mm-hmm. I think another type of pressure is trying to live up to uh ethnicity like expect ethnic expectations like we're Indian and we're not exactly like Indian Indian, like traditional Indian, I would say, because obviously, yeah. like living in America, you get whitewashed at some extent. I don't want to say whitewashed because it seems so bad. Like, obviously, you're influenced by the people around you. Yeah. And because of that, we're not. And like, you, yeah, exactly. You live in a country where it's like solely not one culture or one type of vibe. And like, if I lived back in India I probably would be way more Indian quotation marks mm-hmm. but like because I live here surrounded by different types of cultures and also I'm surrounded in a and then the entertainment that I view or I listen to a lot more American a lot more American or westernized so I'm right. gonna obviously be influenced by that that like that kind of but then again that also pulls you and pulls you further and further away from your ethnicity and who you identify as Mm-hmm, right and the pressure of like when you know when again it's always the in um like you know when the Indian auntie's like oh no my my child goes to like the temple every day or something about to that extent and it gives you a lot of pressure to try to live up to that too because sometimes the parents are like how come you don't wear like Indian clothes maybe you should try that once oh maybe you should go to Bhagavad Gita or learn more about that or go to the temple and be more active in rituals and chants and festivals and it makes me feel like I'm not Indian enough or like that pressure of like oh maybe I'm so like whenever someone uses the word whitewashed again it's like oh yeah no I'm doing something wrong I'm going against my own religion and my country by not I don't know by not like wearing ethnic clothes during the festival like like, okay it's probably going to be like leaking into a for a future topic so but like it definitely does build upon that because I think it's like I don't know how to explain it just I mean as much as like at the same time I like my school aside putting all aside all the pressure that it gives me you know socially great place I love being there socially like it's so much fun to be around friends and just talk during lunch or even in your classes and just making weird jokes in your class or your classes vibing together like I love that energy but at the same time you're like man being here reminds me of how much that I'm not going to be able to make it in the world you know mm-hmm. and I feel like that sounds very depressing and dramatic but like in all honesty, it kind of does because you're seeing people out here doing so much and you're mm-hmm. not doing 
that you know mm-hmm. and it's like what how like I don't know how to live because like I love hate relationships like do I or do I not you know yeah whole questioning yourself again it's like damn this is what it means to go to a high school like this kids <laughs> like I've had people tell me when before I went into high school like go to this high school do not go to the one you're going to go to and I said <laughs> no and now I'm like I should have said yes I should have said yes <laughs> you know right it's also ironic because like the people that compare themselves to other and feel like they're not enough there's always someone that compares themselves to the that person you know what I'm saying like it's yeah. always endless cycle there's always someone that's going to be jealous of you and those people don't know that there are other people that are jealous of them and sometimes when you just take a step back and you think about what you have done so far you're like hmm I am doing above average for other states and areas, but when you like compare it to your own school, you feel like you're not doing enough. So I guess right? sometimes like, you just need to take a break, take a chill pill, try to remind yourself of what you have done and what you did to come like to this moment. And you know, right? I think yeah, I think that's what like and like you know what we're teenagers, we are almost adults but we're still young and confused and don't know what the heck we're doing in this world Mm -hmm. but like that comes with like that kind of trying to figure yourself out kind of comes with time and Mm -hmm. like even me just in general like it's gonna take a long while for you to genuinely just be okay with what you're doing right right so that honestly I feel like if I don't have any advice for that because I would be hypocritical and I would be going against my own words but like that just comes with time and you will be fine like I think you just have to always remind yourself that you are doing enough trust me as long as you're doing what you need to be doing you are doing enough what other people are doing they're just doing what they think is enough that does not mean you're not doing enough right you know like everyone has their own definition of how much they need to do what like their standard is you are fine you just have to make sure you're you know what you're doing is enough and not and don't like defined define that by comparing it to what other people are doing like it should be your own definition and like coming from two kids who go to academically pressurizing schools trust me it gets worse but <laughs> like, like honestly it's like kind of at the same time that environment can be extremely toxic but there's that little bit that's not toxic and that really pushes you to be better mm-hmm. and like honestly having friends in those type of environments is great because y'all can like suffer together and like you know what I mean like you bond over just how difficult it can be right. like at the same time I wouldn't I like where I am like I like my school I just wish it wasn't so toxically pressurizing for academically wise but like I can't change that at this point and I'm okay with that I have to deal with it you know we got we're out of here in two years so just remember high school is like four years y'all like cherish that like it's so it goes by so fast like I'm over here already a junior and I was a freshman before quarantine so it feels so weird and it's like you know what it's okay we all do well in the end I guess it's just a lot of stress but everyone ends up getting out of it and just know that it ends eventually like yeah you'll have more stress in the future but that's a different type of stress this is different and like it ends eventually so I feel like I'm not being very inspirational here but like (laughs) I'm just saying it does end (laughs) yeah like I don't know that feeling yet but I know it does end yeah I think most of us we're just 
like the good thing about this podcast it is like it's us giving advice to ourselves half the time because yeah. we're trying to follow it too and you know just know like there are obviously bad parts about every school and unfortunately for us it's academic uh, academically pressurizing but they're obviously like Krishita said they're good parts too and sometimes you just gotta cherish the good parts and right, and you know, just power your way through because right? we're out here doing it so can you yeah like what I'm trying to do is maybe try to take the academically challenging part and look at it in a new light yes it can be pressurizing at times obviously you can't just ignore that pressure and affect it has on your self-esteem like at some point sometimes I like look at people doing better than me and I can't feel but help like feel jealous but I'm trying to turn that jealousy into maybe something more positive like inspiration like I see that person and I'm like wow they're really smart maybe I could work more into you know things that I'm passionate about so I could also do something like that you know like it's yeah. it's a long process and it's not like an A to B thing and obviously just because you can turn something into inspiration or positive there's going to be some times where you still can't help obviously but feel that jealousy and peer pressure but, you know, just trying to make the bad parts into good parts and looking at it in a more positive mindset would definitely help make your high school journey more easier, I guess. Yeah. So, yeah. okay. Well, that's all we have time for today. Um, I guess we'll, we'll end it here. Um, mm-hmm. You know, do all the things like subscribe, follow, whatever those are. <laughs> Not very good at this, but like, uh, we will see you next time with another topic. I hope you guys like this one. This one was kind of fun. It was kind of a rant session, honestly. But It's true. The good thing about having it with only two people is that it's more of a conversation rather yeah. than, again, when we have like so many people, it's like the Socratic seminars in school. Everyone's <laughs> trying to get a word in. There's like five people interrupting each other. So you're just like, oh, well, that's awkward. but it's like you know what it's okay it'll be there'll be I think we'll have more of us next time but yeah I hope y'all enjoy that okay bye bye